Sometimes people are overwhelming. They want more and more and more and more. There's not a person in this room who doesn't have somebody in your life who's not complaining because you're not there enough or you don't call enough or you don't text enough or you didn't come see me or you didn't do this or you missed my birthday or you missed Halloween or you don't act like you used to act. And we're overwhelmed because the people who make the biggest withdrawals. Yo, 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 I'm back and I'm better. I'm back and I'm better. Glad to be on here once again. I hope that everybody is doing okay and your family's blessed and, you know, God is working in your life and, you know, you're, you're building your relationship with him and growing more in Christ just every single day and living and denying your flesh daily and just living for who you're supposed to live with instead of the world. I am truly sorry that I've been away for such a long time. I think it's been like two, three, three months, two or three months. I've been actually dealing with some things of my own, some personal issues, you know, kind of just I fell off the charts a little bit with with everything going on. And, you know, a lot of life issues has happened and I've been dealing with those better now, actually. And I just wanted to come on here and talk about something that has been revealed to me recently as I started my walk with Christ around a year ago. And I'm here looking now, and it's almost a year since I've been learning about God. I've been learning about Jesus. I've been learning about what he's done on the cross. I've been learning about, you know, everything that he's done in our lives to help us. These past couple of months has been, you know, a lot, uh, been very, very hard for me. I've been, you know, there's been a lot of backsliding um, going back into my flesh, not knowing what to do, confused, basically just going through every single temptation and just, and just coming into an agreement with, with the enemy and just being like, oh, I can't do this anymore, you know, and just basically talking like me wanting to give up. But, you know, and out of all that, God stayed faithful. He stayed faithful and he, he waited it out. He waited it out and, you know, I started making other things, putting other things before God and, you know, just trying to take my mind off pain and stuff like that. When in reality, I wasn't giving God the pain that I had. I wasn't giving him all of everything that I felt. But instead, I was just holding it in, holding it in and not releasing it to him. And I feel like that's probably why I did backslide a lot. You know these past couple months and you know i kind of just fell off but now it's been probably about two two week two three weeks and about i'll say about two weeks two weeks yeah and i've been just doing better and god has just been showing me a lot and i've just been growing and growing and growing and a lot of information that i want to share with you guys today um one thing i'll be talking about today is the power of the tongue we don't really know how the power of the tongue can really affect us as many of you know i struggle with pornography homosexuality same-sex attraction well that's basically homosexuality but yeah um struggle with you know sex i oh i opened those doors when i was younger um you know went through a lot of pain didn't know how to deal with it didn't really know how to express myself so i looked for that as a way of escape from the pain and i've been in bondage with that 
no longer in bondage. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord has really picked me up and is teaching me a lot, you know, get into his word daily, you know, and just learn something new. Even with, if you read the same verses sometimes over and over again, it, it has a new meaning to it than what it did if you read it last week and come back the week before. And it's it's a different meaning. You know, it applies to every situation that we're going through. You know, we, we look at the Israelites, what they did. And we look now, some people are still kind of doing the same thing, being defiant, being rebellious. And, and that's why, you know, we go through so many hardships. But I didn't come on here to really talk about that. But yeah, I don't think I really got a better understanding until Tuesday, which was August 16, 2020, about the, the power of the tongue. I think I was just thinking, you know, I was looking in all the wrong places, you know, being negative, talking about, oh, I'm not going to be able to get through this. I'm not going to be able to beat this addiction. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. I'm going to be, you know, stuck in this cycle of doing it, praying, repentance, repeat, doing it, praying, repentance, repeat, guilty, and just feeling sorry for myself. It was like cycle after cycle after cycle. Throughout my teenage years, you know, I was looking, I was searching in all the wrong places. I was looking for a void to fill in my heart. And, that void that, and I wanted to fill that void. So I went to the wrong places. You know, I, I, I turned into masturbation, pornography. And, and over the years, it just increased. And I, and I struggled with this addiction, you know, and even, you know, people, people around me, you know, telling me, oh, it's normal. You're a teenager. You're growing. It's normal to masturbate. It's normal to desire these things. When in reality, I was losing motivation. I didn't, I didn't have love for myself. I was angry. I was just going through full of a lot of emotions that I didn't know how to deal with i didn't know how to leave it at the lord's feet you know and it basically just turned into an everyday thing where i just wanted to you know view the inappropriate stuff and just go you know jug off not gonna lie to be honest you know i'm just being blunt here you know and in, in the bible the bible it really says flee from sexual immorality and whether that's sex, porn, masturbation, you know, looking at someone lustfully, any type of things that has to do with sex outside of marriage, God ordained marriage and he that between two people and they become one flesh. In first Corinthians sixteen eighteen says to flee fornication, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. And also even in 2 Timothy um, chapter 2, verse 22, it states, Flee also youthful, youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that all call on the Lord of, out of a pure heart. And we have so many of these, you know, warnings. Why? Because when we do those things, those are spirits. You're inviting spirits into your life and then they take control and you feel depressed and you 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 know you want your your thoughts become dark you're, you're becoming dark when you get married to a woman you become one flesh but you're out here 
masturbating, looking at people lustfully, looking at God's creation lustfully, looking at the women that he made, looking at the men that he made lustfully. And I was doing that too. And it's just, and I thank God that I made it out today because I, I wouldn't be here without him. I wouldn't be talking about this openly without him because I felt so ashamed. I felt so guilty and I, and I hid that guilt. I always hid in that guilt, you know, and just condemning myself over and over and just, you know, feeling shame and being pitiful and just having so much guilt and condemnation that my way of escape was going back into the condemnation, which was the cycle. When we flee from this youthful lust, we bring, we go follow righteousness. Who who was righteous on the earth? Jesus. Jesus is the only righteousness. So we are supposed to follow Jesus, deny our cross daily. I mean, deny our flesh daily and pick up our cross. Walk in his righteousness, not self-righteousness, but the righteousness of God, not our own righteousness. And throughout the Bible, it, it, you know, the Bible explains how, how to walk in that righteousness, how to be righteousness before God and not in our own self-righteousness, not in pride, not in wanting to do things after the flesh, not in, you know, the youthful, the lust of the flesh. Like our body is supposed to be presentable. Our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians six nineteen. we are to, to be presentable, we are to be filled we're supposed to be kept pure and yes we're not perfect but we can strive for that we can strive and we can the, our desire the, the heart is the most wickedest thing out of all the heart has so many evil desires have so many things it wants but we cannot give everything we cannot give the heart everything it wants it's time for us to walk in spirit it's time for us to we don't want to set ourselves up for failure. And that's what many people are doing. They're setting themselves up for failure. Because we don't understand the power of the tongue. We don't understand the power of the true power of denying ourselves daily and picking up our cross. The true power of loving, being kind, meekness, and just serving our God. I realized that we're supposed to run like Joseph. We're supposed to flee, flee, run. You see something, you run and you never look back because I didn't do that. And I've learned from that mistake and I have to deal with those consequences. The void that I was trying to heal, I was trying to heal it with the world when only God can heal that void. But I thought me thinking for myself and not relying on to God's understanding, not knowing who God was at the time. Me just, you know, thinking, oh, he died for our sins, not having that relationship. Me thinking that, you know, the world will satisfy when the truth is God can and will. And the, probably the only one, he is the only one who can satisfy. I mean, the things of this world are temporary. We don't, we leave our bodies here and our spirit just goes. That's why we are to dwell in spirit. That's why we're supposed to walk in the spirit always. And no, we're not perfect. No, we're not. We're not at all. We're all, we all fall short of the glory of God and God's grace, his gift of grace.
grace it just abounds and it's just so amazing that we can go to his throne and just seek his grace seek his forgiveness and he forgives he is so merciful and rich in mercy and it's just so amazing how now after about a year i'm just now coming to the realization of how truly amazing and good god really is because we don't deserve it we didn't we didn't deserve the death of jesus christ we don't deserve for our sins to be forgiven we are wicked people but he still his oh my gosh i don't even know i can't really explain it but where where sin increased god's grace increased the more it increased the more it, it beats sin you know it it beats that condemnation it beats that guilt because we can seek that grace the grace of forgiveness the grace of mercy the grace of love and it's just it fills you so much and it has your cup running over and you're just filled with god's love and you you don't really look back at at those those things that you once did and he picked me up and showed me his grace showed me his love and i just want you all to know that he can do the same thing to you and today i want to talk about the power of the tongue as, as, as it's as it's known you know our mind the battle starts in the mind and, and one thing we forget is that jesus talked about moving mountains and faith and how that requires faith and moving mountains requires faith and how you can speak to a mountain and it'll move but that also requires faith and even also in pro and wait my thoughts are all over the place right now but there's 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 power in your tongue and even in proverbs 18 20 through 21 it says a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof and even also in james it also states you know it, james talks about in chapter three he goes more in depth with the tongue and how the, you know the tongue it can't be controlled it's a deadly poison it's a fire a world of iniquity you know you 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 have power to move a mountain by faith you also have power to speak over your life the biblical truths that and the promises that god has given you and you don't you don't you don't speak that i didn't speak that i was you know in my addictions i was saying oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna be doing this forever i'm gonna keep falling i'm never gonna get right with this and basically by me saying that i was agreeing with the enemy and that's what the enemy wanted me to think that I was never going to do it. But you know what? We have to know who we are in Christ Jesus. And if you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus, I suggest you get to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Because that is very important. The more you don't know, the more you're just going to, you know, keep falling. The more you're going to, you know, keep sitting in that guilt, keep sitting in that condemnation. Because remember, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. This does not give us the right to willfully sin. No, we're supposed we're free. We are we are free from those bondages. So why go back to those chains and be tied up again and be tortured? When you're so negative over your life, when you keep speaking defeat, I was speaking defeat instead of victory. We're supposed to speak victory. We're supposed to speak biblical truths and promises 
over our life. And the battle, the thing is, people don't realize that the battle really starts in the mind. That's why we're told to bring every thought, you know, captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Romans 12, 2. Not Romans 12, 2, but 2 Corinthians 10, 5. And also, you know, renewing our mind, which is Romans 12, 2. Okay, I had that backwards. And how do we renew our mind? We renew our mind by filling it with the word of God and learning from him daily in our walk with Christ. Ask the Lord to change the desires of your heart. You have to seek and really desire a change if you really want to grow. Yeah, you can just say, oh, I'm going to do this. And you can do the opposite. But it, it requires a desire of change. And with me, I really wanted that desire to change. And I'm still changing. God is always working in us. He's working in us until the day of Jesus Christ. And that's the process of sanctification. We're being sanctified by his work. So so even if you like feel like you're not growing, know that you definitely are growing. You're not the same person as you was yesterday. And we must remember that. What what did Jesus tell his disciples? What did what did Jesus tell his people? Jesus said, He gives you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt you. Luke ten verse nineteen. See when we have these addictions, when we, you know, go into sin, when we fall, we must speak victory, you know, over next time. We must not keep speaking defeat over our lives because the power is in the tongue and that's what the enemy wants you to do he he says that you're defeated and you're you're coming to agreement with that so you can keep running back to that sin you're going to keep running back in a cycle and you just it's gonna repeat 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 that's why you must know who you are in christ you are more than a conqueror through christ who strengthens you romans 8 37 Remember, you're given power. The enemy can't hurt you. He can only hurt you if you let him. He, he, but the, the more and more you know who you are in Christ, the more and more you build that relationship, the more and more you start to walk with Christ, the more and more you're going to become like Christ. Many people, including myself, when I go, when I say, you know, many people, I include myself. I'm talking to myself too as well. But many people, they, they want to change, but they don't want to give up how they're living. So they keep going back because they feel like, well, um, I want to do things my own way. When we, we're not, we're, we don't even own our bodies. I mean, yeah, we don't even own our bodies. It's not even ours. Like, how can we, I don't know. People, I don't understand. But the point is to know who you are in Christ. Know that you have power over your your life know that you know that god has given you gifts and you, and you can use that know that know who you are in christ jesus our lord jesus christ he died for your sins my sins all of our sins so i'm just saying know what you have in christ jesus even if you're going through something even if you know it's not all i mean it's not all but sunshine and butterflies know who you are and just hold on to that there is hope in jesus there's always hope in jesus and that hope never goes or dies down because he died for us he be he believes 
in us. He wants he wants us with him in heaven. He doesn't he cares so much for his people. Just know and read, know the truth and start that relationship. And you understand that we can become conquerors. We are conquerors. And do not abuse the gifts that God has given you. I feel like we want we run to the world because we don't understand we lack knowledge and what did God say he said my people who lack knowledge my people oh my gosh um I think it's um my people perish for the lack of knowledge Hosea I think it's chapter 5 no chapter 4 verse 6 so the, my, my point is the more the more we don't understand the more we're gonna perish the more and the longer dead we're going to be that was not a sentence wow the um what i'm saying is the more dead we are spiritually well not the more but we're dead spiritually we don't want to be dead spiritually adam and eve died spiritually when we sin we die spiritually and the goal is not to stop sinning the goal is to live and deny our flesh daily to live like Christ, to love your neighbor, to love God with your mind, body, heart, and soul, to love your neighbor as yourself. The goal is to live Christ-like. The goal is to have that relationship with God. And if, if you need strength, we are to rely on God's strength. We are to rely on His understanding, not our own. We are to rely on Him in everything that we do, every decision that you make. And that's what I'm, I'm learning. As I'm growing in my walk daily because the importance is to know that we cannot live without Christ we can't some people think they can but in reality they're dead spiritually in reality they're lost in reality they were given over to repeat minds because of their behaviors because of their own desires because of their own evil because of their own wicked ways and yes, we all have some something in us. But guess what? God will cleanse you from all uncleanness and all unrighteousness and all evil doing. He will cleanse you because his light is greater than darkness. Oh my gosh, hallelujah. Everything that's in the dark will always come to light. And it's better for you to bring that darkness to the light before the light brings, before the dark. Wait, it's better for you to bring that darkness to the light before the light brings that darkness out to the light, if that makes sense. So my, my, my suggestion is to reach out because he's been holding his hand out for a while, waiting on you. He, he, he did it with me too, and he's so patient. But don't wait before, don't wait until it's too late because we are, we're here temporary. In time, we don't have time. Also, another thing I want to add is stop trying to, well, thing is, Jesus, when he died on that cross, he bore all our sins and he rose again, defeating hell, defeating death and defeating the enemy. And the more we submit to him, the more we just follow him, the easier it'll get. I'm not saying that we are going to stop being tempted. I'm not saying that our problems are going to go away. But I'm saying the more and more you trust him, 
the more and more we don't have to worry because God will always provide. Right? So I, I just like a thought came to my head. The enemy was already defeated, right? But no, there's no but in this. The enemy is already defeated. Stop giving him power to think that he's not defeated. He's already defeated. So stop giving him the power that he doesn't have. He's tricking you, deceiving you into thinking that he has power, deceiving you into thinking that he's not defeated when actuality he is. In my next podcast, I'll be talking about temptation. You know, this connects back to the power of the tongue also, but it'll be probably two parts. The next title will probably be, you know, temptation or something like that. But know who you are in Christ. Know that the enemy has no power over you. Build that relationship. Know and speak those biblical truths and promises over your life. Because the more you dwell in the presence of God, the more and easier and better it'll get. Give him everything. He cares for you. You can give him your burdens. You're not. There is nothing too powerful for God because he can handle all things. We're not slaves anymore. Honestly, we're not. Stop running back. It's time to run forward with God. No more running back. It's dangerous. We're living in a dangerous world. And we already have our shield. Stop taking the shield off. Stop removing that protection. Let's let's be Let's have victory. We already have been given victory. We've already, Jesus Christ already dealt with everything. And it's just time to start living in that, what he's dealt with. Stop going back thinking, stop going back to the war that's already been fought. It's, 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 it's time to live. Live for who you are in Christ. Remember, you will beat this addiction, this addiction it's 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 just a baby step to coming closer to god you you will be this addiction this addiction is nothing you will be a you are a conqueror in christ he loves you you're loved don't think you're not because you are you have strength you have power in christ jesus use it apply it use it and apply it and use it and yeah be who you are called to be. And that's it for me today. I love y'all. I will probably drop the audio soon. Or not the other episode soon. About temptation. Because it just goes back and talk about. The power in the tongue also as well. I hope that you all have a blessed one. And God be with you all. And God bless you all. And remember. Stay prayed up. Stay in the word. And don't get caught lacking. Transparent with you, I'ma let you know I don't know how to go But one day